Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Chi-Town Throwdown. I'm uh, one of your co-hosts, Tim Keeker, joined by Ryan Felkamp. Ryan, what's going on in the Chi-Town Throwdown? And, and who's that with you? This is a big day, uh, Chi-Town Throwdown fans. Uh, we finally have convinced the man, the myth, the Bearcats, Mr. The Bear Jimmy Clapoff, Klop to join us. Uh, timing could not be better. Uh, I've spent... Ooh. Yeah, that's so. celebratory. I'm going to uh, give the floor to our first guest. Uh, we want we want to be a constant regular, but Jimmy, welcome to the Shy Town Throwdown. In your honor, here we go. Oh, there's mine. Yeah. I have multiple beers in preparation of all the talking here. We are ready nice. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on, Tim and Ryan. Uh, <laughs> I admit I had an invite earlier, and uh, I came up <laughs> with some. Uh, reasons that probably weren't uh, good enough not to be here but i'm joining <laughs> you now so hopefully it makes up for it and i want to crack my first beer on the let's, podcast with you guys let's do it oh let's hear it All right. that's a little line in kugel's juicy peach mm. oh man i heard no mm. crack you gotta hold juicy. it up to that mic next time also <laughs> you know as a listener um you know next when you're ready for your second one just crack that bad boy right open mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody gonna rookie mistake not getting the next to the mic. I'm probably well, I'll get better next time. You know, I brought you're, you're thrice on, uh, to the party. You're on uh, probation. You're probationary period right now. So <laughs> double secret probation. <laughs> it's it's not a secret at all. I just told him about <laughs> it. But other than that, so now all kidding aside, Bearcat, we are very happy to have you here. Um, and uh, why don't we go ahead and get get kicked off? There was a, a some small NFL news that broke today. Uh, nothing, nothing of major importance, right? Captain Fudge is gone. I don't know if I'm uh, actually a fan of that. Uh, I think I'm in the uh, minority on, from what I've been hearing on the radio today. Um, I'll let you guys lead it off with the way you want, but I got a feeling I might be a little different. I don't know. Start it off, my man. Jump right into it. Why are you in the minority? Um, All right. I, I I have I just I've been tortured just like every other Chicago Bear fan by this man for many many years, mm -hmm. um, and you know five years ago I'd have loved nothing else to see him leave, but in my opinion his talents have quickly been fading, his attitude is horrible, and he was an albatross of a contract on the hated Green Bay Packers, mm -hmm. and I feel like the Jets gave the Green Bay Packers a get out of jail free card for that bad decision of a contract. I was looking forward to seeing them sink under that contract um, and then seeing the Bears finally getting to Aaron Rodgers and starting to hurt him and he gets to escape out the back door and we're never going to get a chance to do that. So I'm a little disappointed he's actually leaving. I was hoping he was going to stay with them. I think Rodgers loves to sneak out the back door or sneak in <laughs> it. Um, but I, I actually I don't disagree too much. I, it, it's, it's the New York – jets being the new york fucking jets they are just bad and i'm with you i i sort of wanted them to reap the the awfulness that he is i agree he's a he's a terrible locker room guy people didn't they, they know he's talented but they don't really like playing with him and 60 million dollars is hard to construct it I, I just here's the cop right the jets get aaron Rodgers. They're swapping picks this year, so they're giving up 13th and getting to 15th, uh, and they're getting the, a fifth rounder this year. The Fudgies receive two slots up. Not, not a huge win there. They are getting a, a second uh, this year, 
a six round this year. So it's a swap fifth or six. So the biggest takeaways are getting a second round pick this year and then a conditional six pick and, and a possible first rounder. It's a conditional second next year. If he plays 65% of the snaps, which unless he gets hurt, why wouldn't he like that? That's what pissed me off is why would the jets give up a first rounder next year? And granted, it'll be a late first rounder, but they didn't even have to do that. The pack that they had the Packers over a barrel and they and they backed down. Yep. That's the part I don't understand is what like what there's no need to do that, make that nope. conditional. Just offer the second. That's it. You don't there's nothing written into this contract. Jets being the Jets gearing like making sure that he plays a second year. Right. Every year the, he goes through this. Uh, do I want to play? I got to go to my fucking resort and, and be in, in darkness and silence for five days. You gave him a second, two seconds for maybe a one year deal. Oh, and you took a 50, you know, $50 million salary cap hit this year as well. Yeah, I don't get it. And, uh, I don't know. The Jets seem to think he's got a lot left in the tank. Uh, maybe the motivation of the pack does not want him. Maybe that's the type of fire that guy needs. Um, but I, I just don't know if that the guy's getting old and his, his skills have clearly started to go down. He he's bossing the Jets around as much as we say dudes don't want to play with them um, and they don't like him. Alan Lazard made that comment after the year and still went to the Jets when he knew he was going to be there. Uh, Devante, we all thought didn't like him, but it said, Hey, we take him in, in Vegas. So talent's talent. And, and, and those dudes who clearly want paper, clearly want contracts. They want the ball. They know we can get you there. That's the one thing that receivers and people might hate them, but you can make a lot of money with Aaron Rodgers. You can make a lot of money due to. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, the list goes on and on when you guys got, you know, ability to develop you and help you get that second or third contract. You know, what my favorite part is though, Christian Watson is going to go back to being the below average receiver that he is. Oh yeah. Now that he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers throwing him open and making everything work for him. I just can't wait because Packers nation Packer fudge Packer nation, whatever the fuck they call themselves. Are so excited. They they think he is the second coming of Jerry Rice or some shit. And he's not a good receiver. He's open because of Aaron Rodgers. And, and so I can't like I eagerly await him to look mediocre this coming year when Jordan Love can't throw his way out of a paper bag. Yeah. Man, I, I hope you're right, Tim. Uh, it scares me though. Like they seem to have this shamrock up their ass with getting quarterbacks after the previous Hall of Famer leaves. Yep. So I'm a little scared about that. I know nothing better than to see him crash and burn early to ease my fears. <laughs> um, and then I'll tell you with their receivers, at least they don't have to memorize hand signals this time before mm -hmm. they get the ball. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be no audibles, no hot rounds, <laughs> no anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jordan Love is not a good quarterback. We hope. Because <laughs> then we just want them to suffer like we've suffered. Uh, it, it's not even we. It's every NFL team ever, except them, for the last mm -hmm. thirty years. Yeah, I mean the Colts went through a pretty good, pretty good run there with and then Peyton they had and Matty then, Ice. 
Yeah. Again, if you would have taken to the Peyton Manning followed by Andrew Luck in that 15 years and then say you're going to have four years of suck, would you take it? Whoa. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we said that we would with the Hawks and now we're smack ass in the middle of it. It's like, oh, my God, this is so bad. You're right. But I look back at this week, actually, when I was thinking back on this Hawks season, I was kind of like, you know what? I still have good memories of all those cups. though. 100%. We've got that, and uh, and and I would say it was worth it. Um, is, I guess what is, frustrates with me. With, oh, I'm sorry, Tim. Go ahead. I was gonna say this is off topic, but and it might even be what you were about to say is Boston's still good, Tampa Bay's still good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like um, the Penguins until this year, still good. Like, why is it that we went so far down the dumpster hole, and all these other teams were still able to play? You know, well, like. Stamkos is on a second deal. It's the same thing. We'll see if they can sustain it. I don't think that the, the Tampa is going to win another cup this year. I think there's other teams that are better. So Boston, the, the, the Hawks made the playoffs um, a couple more years after their, their they made elite in the, run. In the bubble. Seven. Yeah, they were in the bubble, but it falls off. We'll, we'll see if Boston can pull it through, but they went through their Chara and, and Tuka Rask time frame. They just did a better job drafting, and uh, we'll see what the new GM and the Hawks can do. And there's a lot of prospects that are getting good looks and good reviews. I thought it was a little bit bonehead. I know the Bearcat loves a tankathon like I do. I hated mm-hmm. seeing him win games at the end of the year. I, I, why get yourself out of the Connor Bedard sweepstake and having the worst record? But 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 it, they do the lottery anyway, so yeah, it's really yeah. And, and even though they had the second worst record, they have like the fourth best chances it's, of getting it's it. It's a weird. Goofy. It's a weird. Yeah. Thing. So even even if they that, lost those games, I don't know that it would have made right. a whole hell of a lot of difference. The NHL clearly made it the most difficult to tank because the odds yes. are not in really that much more in your favor if you get a last place finish. Yeah. Um, do we- do we just have a Hunger Game reference from from Jimmy? May the odds be forever in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> and next week's celebrity guest, Katniss Everdeen, is going to. Ooh, be- <laughs> I like that. In fact, she could double up as guest and dime of the week. No, oh, she would be the greatest guest. No offense, Bearcat of all time. So, uh, no offense taken. Dibs that she gets to record in my house. I mean, we've only had one guest, and it's like five minutes so far. So. He's still in fucking probation, man. <laughs> if he's not as hot as Jennifer Lawrence. Well, right. I'm just saying it's not exactly a slap in the face to say that she's the greatest, <laughs> the greatest guest we've ever had. And we haven't even had her, you know. So I'll make a call. Uh, See what you can do. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, we've talked enough about Fudge Pack Land. Uh hopefully Jordan Love falls in his face. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers fall, follows in his brett favre's footsteps and it's a repeat scenario so like sending dick pics getting caught yeah and then uh funneling um money it's really falling apart yeah that's what you want a roger yeah. to do perfect perfect cool cool all right it is finally here boys it is draft it, it is two days away the long awaited nfl draft so excited. so excited Cannot wait to watch three hours of just talking about potential football players and drink uh, my 
all the Miller lights I can handle. So <laughs> I, I think we've got to get into it. our audience. Uh, we are going to give you our mock 10 picks. And before we get into this, let me just say this. It is a lot fucking harder than I thought I was going to do. I have no of the insights. We're all going off of just pure rumblings. It's easier. Like I was like, man, if we just drafted it on needs, but picking 10 people and trying to like, I, I spent like 50 minutes boys. And I was trying to create some trades. I was like, man, I'm going to do this. And like, if it happens, I'm going to be like a genius. This show is hard. Todd so. McShay Jr. over here. <laughs> I would trade in my corporate job tomorrow to uh, be the next ESPN mock drafter. Uh, I mean, how did that guy even get that job? You ever wonder about that? Like, what made him an expert to get that position? How did the professor remember that guy? <laughs> yeah. Hard to forget, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Let's start with our mock draft, and then I'd like to get into some Bears talk specifically. Okay, so we all know the great move by the Bears GM to Ryan Poles to create uh, a new number one uh, team picking. The Carolina Panthers gave up two first rounders, a number one ride receiver, uh, and a couple other picks to select Bearcat as the guest of the show, who is your choice? They're going to go with the quarterback, obviously. You're talking about who the Carolina's going with. Who's Carolina Panthers going with? Number one overall. The quarterback is vague, buddy. They're going with Alabama's quarterback, um, Mr. Bryce Young. Young. Roll Tide, Bryce Young. Okay. Jermichael Keeker. I went uh, (laughs) C.J. Stroud. Mm. Ooh, that's not, that's not popular. Ohio State does not make quarterbacks, but they're about to have two very high pick yeah, quarterbacks that's, that's, in the NF, NF, NFL. Can we have that statement scratched from the record, please? Uh, uh, love you. Did you love you, Justin Fields? No, listen, I, I, <laughs> I am so tired of hearing like, Ohio State's never had a good quarterback in the <laughs> NFL. It's like it makes me want to punch walls. So anyway, I think I think Carolina goes CJ Stroud. Yeah. I was back and forth, boys, on both of them. I like Stroud's size, his arm. It, typically that's the QB that they they go with the, the the coach of the the new Frank Wright loves a bigger quarterback. But I just convinced myself I'm going with you, Bearcat. I got Bryce Young going number one. So we've got two Bryce Youngs and a CJ Stroud. I could, I was close to writing in Stroud, but there it is. Which takes us to the Houston Texans, the Fighting Loveys. God bless you, Lovey Smith. Again, <laughs> that we all know this is a team that is bad. So a lot of lot of talk about. Do you take a generational talent on defense? Do they not like the other quarterbacks? A lot of rumors out there. Do they know they're going to be bad again? And like the idea of Caleb Williams or Derek May from uh, North Carolina next year. So don't say North Carolina quarterback in my presence. Please. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Trubinsky. You should trade like 853 picks to get him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So GM 
clap off. Houston Texans select. I believe that I'm going to kind of comment. I'm going to use Tim's uh, choice at number one to kind of direct how I speak about this. If Tim is right and CJ Stroud goes first, then I think the Texans are taking Bryce Young. I think that's who the Texans want. Um, in my mock draft, they don't get him. Uh, Lovey cost them the quarterback. They don't like C.J. Stroud. So if Young goes one, they are not going quarterback. I think they're going to take the can't-miss defensive player, Will Anderson, at number two. Okay, good choice. Timothy. So kind of what Jimmy just said, right? So I, I think they do like Bryce Young, uh, and I think that's who they draft at two. Um, you know, that also goes to show you like, yeah, I took Shroud first, but I think both of these two quarterbacks really are the best two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, you, you could persuade me either way in flip-flopping those two, but I went Bryce young to, to, um, to Houston. Yeah. Keeping I, I, in mind that they also have the 12th overall pick, which gives yep. them a lot of leeway. So. I think in uh, in your scenario, they sprint up. I think that's the QB that the Texans want. So I think in your scenario, they sprint up there and take him. So um, I love it. We're all we're all different here. So I've got the the Texans taking CJ Stroud in my mock draft. Mm. So they can say that they don't like him. I think they're going to be bad again, but the NFL is a whole lot of unknown. And you're never guaranteed a top top three pick. And to run out David Mills. For another season of football, I don't think David Mills is is awful. Say they go, they get a great defensive player and a new coach. It was a team that competed and failed. So all of a sudden, you finish five, you know, five, six, seven wins. You might not be staring at the top two. So I'm going to go with. Well, they're not going to be staring at the top two either way. The Bears will be. <laughs> so yeah. Well, that's we no, that's the Panthers. Oh no, that's the no, Panthers. Yeah, that's yeah, the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, the we hope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I got him taking CJ Stroud. I just don't think you can pass up on a quarterback here. It's a most important position in all of sports. You draft until you get that fucking thing right. So even if Stroud's not it, you keep drafting. All right, which brings us to the Kyler Murray-led Arizona Cardinals at three. Here's the here is the buildup for the Cardinals. Bad roster, bad defense need a lot does the phone start ringing does anybody gutsy enough to pull off a trade here in our mock drafts i uh if if it goes to, to two quarterbacks go one two um i don't think so i don't think anyone's willing to trade up for the remaining two quarterbacks that everyone's been talking about anthony richardson is very raw he's he's a physical freak but he's not a good quarterback yet um, and I don't know why I'm blanking on the other guy's name from Kentucky right now. Will Levis. Will Levis. Um, I, I think that a lot of teams like him, but I don't think they like him at three. Okay. Um, and so um, I think they might try to trade down, but I don't know if they're going to get any takers. Um, and so I actually believe, and this is the type of thing the Cardinal franchise would do. I wouldn't do it if I were the Bears sitting at three. He's a blue chip talent, but I think they're going to take Jalen Carter there and they're going to take Ooh. that decision out of the Bears if he falls like a lot of people are hoping that he does. Okay. So, so who, you, did, who did you have one and two, Jimmy? I had um, quarterback um, Young going one and number two, I had Will Anderson. Okay. 
And so, then you have Jalen Carter, Jaylen Carter three. three. So for me, right, I had CJ Stroud one, Bryce Young two. I think if that actually happens, Will Anderson is so good that somebody might actually try to make a run up to get him uh, in that three slot. And in in Arizona would answer the phone and probably do it. Now, I did not even have nearly the brain power to figure out what team would do that or or what they would get back or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I actually have the Cardinals drafting Will Anderson. Yep. But I think in my scenario, there's a solid chance that the Cardinals move back from three because someone will want Will Anderson that bad. So I I've didn't got, think about that. Well, I've got someone, I've got people, I, I did not make the trade either myself, but I think, uh, I, I think the phone will be ringing. But I'm going to disagree. I think the phone's going to be ringing if someone falls in love with Will Levis or one of these QBs. Mm-hmm. I don't think someone's moving up for, for Will Anderson. So I almost pulled the trigger. Again, I'm keeping it boring here, but I got the Arizona Cardinals taking Will Anderson myself, Timmy. So you and I have the same pick here. I got the Cardinals taking a safe bet here. They've got their quarterback. They need help on defense. Uh, they need Everyone needs pass rushers. So I think they stay. They take Anderson on their three. Okay? Cool. Love it. So... Jalen Carter off uh, the the board for the Bearcat there at three. Can I can I jump in there really quick? Of course, buddy. I think that's what the Cardinals will do. As a Bear fan, I'm really hoping that if the Bears are in the position, they wouldn't because his character issues are are a big one for me. And I know there's been people character issues before. I when I made this argument earlier today with some coworkers, they said, "Well, Larry Tunsil had character issues." And I said, "There's a big difference between uh, smoking weed through." a gas mask and running your car 140 miles an hour after you already stopped a week earlier by the cops and told to stop and then doing it again and people dying from it. Like, I think those are two very uh, apples to oranges right there. And so, and then some of the other things with his work ethic, he's just very scary to take that high, but I think the Cardinals are dumb enough to do it. Sure. All right. Indianapolis Colts sitting at number four. We know uh, top positions of need are there for for quarterback for them. Good running back, hopefully healthy, decent O line, but new coach, new scheme. Bearcat, who do you have the Colts taking at number four? Um, this was a tough one for me because you just heard me say, rationalize my last pick that the quarterbacks that are left, I don't feel ever want that high of a pick, but the Colts are in desperate need to have a quarterback. Um, and I think that out of the two that are left, Will Levis is more the mold that they're used to. Um, and so I've got Will Levis going at number four. Jimmy? I think they also go quarterback, but um, Jim Irsay is in control. So I was like, what's the right thing to do? And then what's the thing that Jim Irsay will do? So I have them as Anthony Richardson there because that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And the kid is raw. And I just see that Ursay falls in love with his talent and his upside and all the potential and goes, I want that guy. AR, bring, bring me AR-15, as it used to be called. Not uh, so fast. Yeah. It so. is a Lee Corso kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's got to be quarterback. We, we, I think we're all in agreement there. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to team up with the Bearcat with my mock draft, and, and I'm going with Will Levis. Will Levis. Uh, I, can see the, I can see them taking him. But yep. 
I, I just am and going, it's the yep. draft and we're all being very logical about everything. Yep. So I threw a little nonsense in there. And, and I, I totally, it can go either way. And a lot of the mock drafts I've seen, Timmy have seen uh, Anthony Richardson go into them at four, but I think they've liked, well, I think they've done a really good, I think they've liked Levis all along and they've kept a really good job of being quiet uh, both of those dudes, the athletic ability, I mean, the arm strength is no joke, but they both had disappointing senior years, very quiet, uh, not great offensive lines, blah, blah, blah. But I've got Will Levis going number four uh, to the Indianapolis Colts. Bearcat does as well. And Timmy's got Anthony Richardson. So we're all in agreement. It's a QB there for the Colts. Okay. Brings us to the Seattle Seahawks, which they could go in a lot of different directions. Playoff team last year uh, signed the old man river after a, a resurgent year to a three-year deal, Geno Smith. But really, when you look at that, it's it's a one-year deal. Two first-round picks, two top 12 picks, I believe. Or no, top what, 15. So, eh, they're at 20. I guess I suck. Um your bust. Yeah, my bust. So, but two first rounders here. Okay. So with your uh Bearcat, you're up first with your mock. Who do you get the Seahawks taken? I feel like with their head coach, they typically look for defense. Um and but in my mock draft, I've already got the defensive tackle off the board. Uh and so I think they're gonna go with one of the cornerbacks, and I think they're gonna take Witherspoon. Out of U of I. Okay. One of the top three defensive backs, they're all sort of interchangeable in a lot of people's mindset, uh, is off the board to the Seahawks, according to uh, general manager James Clapoff. ILL. Timmy, what do you think? Um, so I think I think the Seahawks take Jalen Carter. Um, I think they're built to handle misfits. Uh, and people that don't necessarily like uh, Pete Carroll kind of runs the show in a manner of like, give me, give me yep. your broken players. I will fix them and, and get them working. And I think Jalen Carter is an absolute perfect fit. So if, you know, if what, if that, if he falls and is sitting there at five, I think they pounce on him. I just, I think, I think he has upside and they they'll think that they can handle him and fix him. I, uh, I, Ditto, right? So another league could, could be the next Aaron Donald. I, I, I'm gonna say ditto to everything. He was my pick at five as well for the Seahawks, Timmy. I, I think all your bullet points are, are right on. They've done it before. They've been successful before. This is a playoff team with get. If you pick him there at five, most there's so many people who say he, he's a top, top three talent in this draft on a playoff team. So. I, I got the same pick, buddy. So cool. Great job. All right. <laughs> no, that one's a great job, but great every job. other one. Everyone else. <laughs> yeah, you blow. Uh Detroit sucks. Here it is. Here's a Alliance team. Uh, another team with two first rounders, two in the first 18. Uh in my early mindset, I still I think they're the the favorites in the north myself um especially with the the move of the fudgies today so number six bearcat who you got i'm taking 
They've got a serviceable quarterback right now. He played way better than I thought he would last year. Um, but I think they know that that's not a long-term solution. So I think they're going to take Anthony Richardson. He's going to ride the pine for a year or two before they eject uh, Goff. And uh, so that's my pick. They're taking a QB there for the future. Okay. I have the exact same rationale with a different with a different name because Anthony Richardson's already gone. So yep. I have Will Levis there for the exact same reasons Jimmy just laid out. Okay. So you two are in cahoots and uh, you got them both going quarterback. So uh, I, I think the Lions, my opinion is the Lions are golf believers. And this is a team that's got an opportunity to, I, I couldn't tell you the last time they made the playoffs. Are you, are you betting on it? Um, <laughs> on that making the playoffs or? Oh, you know, like half their team is like suspended for betting. Yeah, I, I, got oh, you know, like, <laughs> I just that was right over my head. Damn. That, was a, that was a sweet dad. That joke, was a man. sweet you dad missed joke. It. Yep. So I got them going a different direction. I got them taking a, a position of need for them um, and taking Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Six two, good speed, good size. They traded uh, the number three overall pick from uh, Okafor, one of their defensive backs. They traded him for like a fifth rounder. So I think it's a position of need for them. I think they're golf believers. I get the idea of it, but I, I think they want to win now. So I think it's a defensive back or uh, what would really scare me is, is Tyree Wilson. And, and, I, and I hope they don't go this pick, but you put Wilson with Aiden Hutchinson at those book, you know, those end positions. That, that's why, a little something to worry about. Why Gonzalez? He's like the third of the three corners. Uh, I think they want to go with some height. You know, Weatherspoon is is, you know, I think six foot. This dude's six two, speed. Uh, I, I think they're very interchangeable. Um, I, I just like six two better myself when it comes to it an outside in in a, in a shutdown corner. As so. a man who's six two, I also like mm. men who are six two. Mm. Yeah, that was juicy, strange. Weird. I wish uh, I, was, I wish I was half as fast as that. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I'd take that. Love it, man. I love this. Is what it's supposed to be in a mock draft. So we've got three different players uh, in, in our mocks. Uh, two quarterbacks from you boys going to Detroit, and I got them taking the defensive back there. So, all right. Now we get to the, the uh, utter the shit show. The Raiders. The utter shit show that is the Oakland Raiders and their jamoke of a head coach and all. All right, Bearcat, you're up. So you, you put it perfectly, the shit show of the Raiders. Um, they are anything um, but smart most of the time. Uh, they're non-traditional. And everyone knows now in the NFL that running backs um, are dime a dozen. You can find them late. You might not get the, the blue chip talent running back that I'm going to name here, but I think it's way too early to go running back, but the Raiders are going to do it. And they're going to take B. John Robinson. Right. I, I wish I I wish I had remembered that I was drafting for the Raiders when I made this draft. <laughs> Cause I would have taken like who's the best player potentially available in the third round. That's like what I would have slated in here at number seven, you know, like uh however I went fairly uh conservative and went with old uh our old Polish friend a.k.a. Johnny come lately. Now his new name is uh, Alligator Arms, Peter Skoransky. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like. I, I, it's just so funny how in the whole draft lead up, 
every there was like nothing about him. He was going to be good. There's like yep. he was a, a great tackle, not a problem. And then his arms are like two inches too short, and now it's the end of the world. It's like he's so, got T Rex arms all of a sudden. Yeah, it's like yeah. So I was I, talking to uh, if you guys don't know, I'm a, I'm an educator, and so I was talking with our um, head football coach, former head football coach. He's since been replaced uh, today, but he I brought that up with him. And he told me, he says, who cares how long his arms are? He says, if he's pancaking, blocking you with two inch shorter arms, who, who cares? Who cares his opinion shit, was that right? he was the best out Agreed. of all of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, I think, I just think the Raiders take him. I, I don't really know why. <laughs> I know, don't like, think that'd be a bad pick. Like, again, I, I, like, I think it fits them, pick. right? Yeah. And yeah. it also like helps them with whoever their quarterback's going to be. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. So I, I just it, it'd actually be a smart move, which we don't see them make a lot. Right. Which is why it probably won't happen. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yep. you know, so I think they've got a great running back and, and they franchised him. So he led the run, you know, the league last year in rushing yards. So I think they're good there. Um, in my mock, I actually got him making a pull on a quarterback and taking Anthony Richardson. So. Mm-hmm. So how I have this thing working out, um, it it makes the Raiders pretty happy. I, I still question their their choice of head coach, but he finally, if he's gonna, if you're gonna hold them accountable, he's got to have a quarterback. That right now, I don't think they've signed Jared Stidham back, but if it falls to him there. I'd re-sign Stidham myself and, and go at it between the two of them because they don't have a QB right now. So works out in their favor in my mock draft, Anthony Richardson. So we got Bijan Robinson, who, who I think will be fantastic. But I'm, I think anything that early, I'm with you, Jimmy. But the Raiders are the Raiders. So we got three different choices here for seven for the Raiders. One more pick before our beloved takes us to Atlanta. And who knows what the Falcons are going to do. So Bearcat, you're up first. This is where it started to get cloudy. And by the way, I hope you guys not mocking off the whole first round because I stopped after the Bears. We stopped at yeah at ten. Okay. I, All yeah, right. I um, only did the first ten picks and then it auto drafted the rest. So don't. <laughs> not, plus, nobody wants to hear that shit. <laughs> so no, they don't. So I, here's where a player is going to go off the board that I think the Bears really like, and it scares me because that's what happened the years ago oh, yeah. uh, when the Bears wanted Aaron Donald. Yep, and. Right before they were about to draft him, he got taken. Yep. I think Tyree Wilson is going to come off the board here to Atlanta. That would piss me off. Mm-hmm. I I think that's a great, great pick. Timmy? Jackson Smith in Jigba. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I, you went best think, receiver on the board. Yeah, but that's exactly it, right? Like, I think they just need – Atlanta needs help in a lot of places. And so that's a guy that if he hits can, cha- can steer your franchise mm-hmm. for years to come. And I just think, you know, indoors, right. Like he can burn. I just, I just felt like that was a pick that they would make. Yep. And, and I don't want, um, I don't want to hear about how the Bears should have got him or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I went with Devin Witherspoon. David's back from Illinois. And, and Jimmy, I could see yours and Timmy, I actually can see yours. I think they're, they're both great options for the Pelicans. Uh, I I'd love to say I had some justification on why I think they're, they're going in that direction. Um, I don't probably some of us, I, 
Atlanta's just like so vanilla. Yeah, I don't really have an explanation of why. I think they could be in the quarterback. I think they could easily make a move up to you know number three. That was the one team that I had calling the Cardinals for a QB. I think they're really down on Desmond Ritter or Riddler. Uh, I think they were maybe the team that would be stupid enough to trade for Lamar Jackson to give him all that money. But I, I, I like boys. I like both of your picks more than I do mine. Um, but I'm going to go with Devin Witherspoon, number eight, which takes us to the beloved. Bum, bum, bum. We should have come prepared with our, our noise, man. We need a, we need a sound guy, um, you know, to play the. We, yeah, the we intro. need a producer. We, we do need a, need a producer, right? We need a producer, sound guy, advertiser, soundboard. Yeah, so no pressure to our listeners, but uh, send money, a couple and, thousand dollars in sponsors. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> um, uh, all right, so that uh, here's where I'm at on this. Um, give you if the Bears stay put, who I think they're going to take. However, I am hoping and dreaming at this point because the guys who I really wanted are gone, as we've discussed already. I'm really hoping that the Bears find a trade partner to go down because at this point, all the guys that are left that the Bears are interested in, I think, are all the same guy and could fall anywhere between 10 and 20. And I think they can move down and still get a guy in that second tier that they like. Um, But let's say they don't find a trade partner. I think at that point, and this applies against everything that I've been talking with you guys about, particularly you, Ryan, at the bar the other night, but I've changed my mind. They're going to go and get another receiver for the beloved, and they're going to get uh, Njigba. Wow. Wow. So you and Timmy are on this, like, just one apart. So that is a complete 180. Mm-hmm. Okay. They got Jackson Smith and Joku. I just don't, I don't see it. I don't need, but why Jimmy? This is my thing is they, and I, and I get offensive line. They need to, but they want to give him all the weapons because this year is make or break for Justin Fields. They want to have, that he can get the ball to and show whether or not he's the quarterback. We think he can be. Um, and I think they can piece together offensive linemen in the second round. That would be serviceable. They might not be, 10-year uh, pro bowlers. Um, we can get that fixed in another year. But this receiver, they said he's the only one in the draft, but they said he's unbelievable. He's he's top top tier talent at receiver. I just I just that like if we look at the wide receiver room we have, it's like you know, I keep seeing all this shit about the the Bears should go draft Bijan if he's available too and i'm like look at your running backs room it's Hell so full no no and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i like and besides that it's a top 10 pick nobody takes running backs no. that early except maybe the Raiders. las vegas Raiders. so you know i agree with jimmy on that on that pick because it's fucking outlandish <laughs> you know like that that's some <laughs> shit they would do um i just i just well, I'll give you my pick, and, and you guys can see my screen. But I told you beforehand, like I, I messed up and I clicked the wrong guy. Um, <laughs> I uh, I actually think they take Paris Johnson, the Bears. Um, I just think it's such a such a perfect fit for a, a need that we have, and it, it just fills a hole, uh-huh. and we just keep on chugging. Now, Jimmy, the thing that I do one hundred percent agree with you on is second, third, fourth round. Lots of offensive mm-hmm. linemen that you can plug and play, right? 
you're looking mm-hmm. for three to five year players probably right like you're not maybe it hits who knows but i totally right. agree with you on that i just think paris johnson is the the second best uh tackle in the draft and they're just i think they're going to take him and timmy just so you know when i was talking with ryan at the bar last week that's who i had them taking mm-hmm. and i you know you start thinking getting closer to the draft is what you don't want your gm to do is second guess himself but right. i started second guessing myself yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter if we're wrong, you know. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter what we say. So, um, I, I, I mean, uh, just I know whatever. I think we're done after this pick anyway. So I, I would say, I also the person that I did click on was Devin Witherspoon. Um, I could, I would be not surprised if it was Witherspoon or Johnson for the Bears. I, either one of those, I, I think. Yeah, I think they just make sense. Also, I'm not to say that I don't want Jackson Smith and Jigma in Jigba. I just in Joku. What's that? No, <laughs> no, no. In Joku is he's a defensive lineman for like wow. some other team. Huh. You keep saying that. I thought it was and yeah, in Chiba. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean it's on Same the screen. Difference. It's on my screen that I'm sharing. Hmm. Oh, whatever. My, my bust. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should put you on probation. Jeez yeah, I'll tell you what. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not the I, one with the sinus infection, and I'm still uh, having a bad show here, huh? Yeah, well, crack another beer, would you? Let's get it going. This is what the people want. They want us to say things wrong and mess everything up anyway. So. Hey, hour number two, I'm going to be fucking sharp. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got a guest host, so now we, we got, got double, host, the, so now double we go the content. Butt chugs in the second hour. All right. So. Well, uh, that I wasn't have... in my contract. You get overtime. You have a contract. You get paid. <laughs> uh, Ryan, I've I've thoroughly monopolized monopolized your time. Oh, you're good. Um, you're good. So what? Uh, who you? Who did you pick with the number nine overall pick for the Chicago Bears? So I took a stretch at number eight, and part of me is probably because I hope they that this happens. So in my mock draft, I got the Bears taking Tyree Wilson from from Texas Tech, the defensive end. So I think he is one of the defensive players. I think the Bears would take three defensive players. I think it's Jalen Smith, Will Anderson, and Tyree Wilson. Those are the three players that if they fell to nine, the Bears, I think, would stay put and take them. And my reason is that they have not addressed the defensive line impactfully enough. Some will even say it all. Yes, we did sign the one dude from – the Titans who had seven and a half sacks in his best year. Is that enough to sit there and they've been, they've been made enough moves. No, they didn't make sign any of the con uh, the defense tackles or any of the free agents, the big money deals. They didn't believe in the money for them. So in this scenario, I think they sprint to the podium. They draft a, a defensive end that fits in their scheme to build around. And, and to your point, Yes, a tackle would be great here, but if they get an impactful defensive end, they could address it in other rounds. Donovan Smith is still out there as a as an option for another tackle position at 30 years old. That's who I got them taking to my mock track. That's dumb. <laughs> oh shit. Well, you took Devin Witherspoon according to yours. According to this, yeah. Well, and I the one guy that none of us spoke about in here, and I just think he's worth talking about because some guys are saying down the line he's going to end up being the best three technique. 
but is Lucas Van Ness, and he's from Barrington, Illinois. Is he? It's not you. Uh, that's actually not far from me. No, dude, you're up in southern Wisconsin, guy. <laughs> um, what's his name? Jack Sanborn is from Lake Zurich, which is the town next to me. Okay, that yeah. one I can get away with, but don't be. Barrington is in the name of my town. You're like in Port Barrington, right? Yeah, it's 20 minutes for me. Anybody? Anybody? Uh, I want. I think they want to. Tra- we're all agreeing. I think they want to trade down. I just don't think at nine there's any quarterbacks left that people are going to make a, a trade up for. So the Steelers supposedly are someone that's interested. I, I, the other guy, any of those tackles, I'm not going to care. If you, you go mm-hmm. with the the Polsky, Skaronsky, if you go with Paris Johnson Jr., or if you go with Darnell Wright, any of them. Is that the nine, kid from Tennessee? Yes. Okay. He's a plug-and-play right tackle. Lewis Riddick, who I really like in respect. Lewis Riddick said that. Yeah, boy. He has a chance to be the best player drafted in, in five, ten years. Could he have the best career of anyone drafted here? I mean, that's a bold Darnell statement. Wright? Yes. He also got props from Will Anderson. Will Anderson said it was the toughest yes. guy he went up against in the SEC. I- I think the Bears love him, and I think the Bears love Paris Johnson. I don't think Skaronsky's on their radar. I don't. I think those are the two guys, and, and I wouldn't have an issue if they went up at nine and they said his Darnell Wright wouldn't. I'd give zero fucks. I'd say that's a smart play. He's your right tackle. Then you go to to work and, and hope development year number two with uh, your left tackle is better. But if they can get in the man impactful D lineman, I think that's what they want. They they would love to. Well, if we're sitting at nine, I don't think any of us are expecting they're going to get the true blue players that they've been calling them this year. Remember, they used to call them blue chippers. Now they just call them blue players. Okay. Um, so I'm fine with any number of scenarios where the Bears get the second tier guy. Yep. I just would prefer they trade down to get that second tier guy. Uh, I'm with you if you can get another like. Dream world scenario. Steelers give you your your pick back for maybe they'll take Claypool back. <laughs> Don't count on it. <laughs> and you just swap that second, which is essentially the first rounder. But there's going to be a run on tackles. Let's not downplay that any of these tackles would be an immediate upgrade, and hopefully, ten year starters on this offensive line to protect our quarterback. Rex so. is our quarterback. Rex is our quarterback. So. Love it, boys. We got some uh, different uh, different picks. Uh, there's going to be there's going to be a trade. There just is. We didn't put it in there, but might. My... All right. Well, let's let's put some shekels on it. Yes or no, Bearcat? Will there be a trade in the top five? Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, Hub Arkish wrote an article today that said this is the most uncertain he can remember a draft being in the last twenty years, and he says he expects mayhem. Uh, to go down. Um, Love it. So uh, that's actually great for the Bears, I think. I think Mayhem makes the Bears have the possibility of getting a blue player. Yes. Uh, you're a yes, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Top five, will it be a trade? Yeah, I don't see how there isn't. I'm I'm a yes as well. There, there, like, you know, like I said, there's, there's so many options of what the trades could be. Like, I couldn't even fathom which ones could work. So I just went no trade. It just, just to get through it, you know. 
Are the Browns going to trade three first rounders to get move up to get Bo Callahan? <laughs> with, with Kevin Cost. Come on, a draft day reference. <laughs> I'm laughing. I just thank you. I mean, I might watch that shit tomorrow night. Just I've to never, get ready I've for never this. seen the movie. Really? It's a goodie. It's a goodie. I don't know if there's much Kevin Costner besides Waterworld. That's bad. I always mix that one up with the one where Lawrence Taylor's on top of the car cutting it in half. What was that? Uh, any is given it, Sunday? That's any given Sunday. Yeah, it's yeah. a that. Uh, I don't know. That one I don't know. Even though which Pacino. It's not so a. a <laughs> remember the Titans then? Or? Great. Great. <laughs> that was a good movie. The program. No chainsaws on cars in that one, though. The program. Great. All the so. football movies. All right, boys. Um, I, I got to give a little shout out for our dime of the week. All right. So I can't let the fan base down and, and not have a dime of the week. So I've been watching a lot of hockey this week because the White Sox are freaking pathetic. pathetic. And pathetic. Uh, another impressive 7-0 to zero loss today. Uh, go Sox. Well, the Cubs won 6 nothing against the Padres. So I, I've been watching a lot of hockey. So I thought we I would do our fan base a, a solid and give you Presley Norby. So P-R-E-S-L-E-Y. Last name is Norby, N-O-R-B-Y. And she is the youngest and one of the most beautiful female hockey players I have ever seen. So in under the playoffs going on right now, she's at she's a Wisconsin alum. Play I, oh, you're no right. Board. I only see pictures of her in hockey gear, though. Okay. Well, there's a bikini. There's one, of her, there. uh, there's one of her at the beach here. She's she's nice. Okay. Very nice. So she, uh, for me, when I was scrolling through and creeping out on female <laughs> hockey players, uh, really stood out for me. There's a bikini pick, Timmy, right there in the red. You might want to get involved in that one. So. Get yourself involved uh, with our dime of the week. Uh, get some hockey in there. Miss Presley Norby. Hot name, too. The first name. I don't know about the last name. Norby. It like, reminds me of like the Nutty Professor or something. What you're saying, maybe it's Presley uh, Clapoff, you know, has a yeah. better ring to it. Oh, well, yeah. I think some people might have an issue with that, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You're a free agent, man, until you say the big words. Who who would have a problem with that, Jim? I don't know. Oh, there's someone next door. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. We're separated right now, you know. He's over there. I'm over here. So the last thing, the last question I'm going to ask to you boys is, how in the hell does Rick Hahn have a job right now? I don't know. That team blows. Timmy, you take the lead on this one. I, I'm I'm not as much as a baseball guy as I used to be, uh, probably because of the teams we have to suffer through. Uh, <laughs> Go bro, ahead, bro. The Cubs are like six games, seven games over 500. They're on track to win 87 games this year, which I bet. Okay. So good so far. I'm feeling real good about my Cubbies. I don't understand, like. I don't understand the White Sox and, and and Ryan, like you had this like perfect rant about them last week. And it's this week, it's the same exact thing. Like, I just don't understand how it is that 
they could have so much potential. Remember, like we were talking like 2023, 2022. You're gonna be in the the World Series. And it's like there's not even a like it doesn't even save it like a a fucking series, you know? Mm. And it and it's just like it's like poor execution, like not hustling, like it's just dumb shit. Like they're just not a good team. If it was Uh, go ahead, buddy. Sorry. I was going to jump in here and say, I, I think this is partly the, the Reinsdorf because I'm going to bring 100%. the Bulls in this too. These, this guy is loyal to a fault and, and fault is the, is the main, main word there. This guy cannot see in front of his face that his team is not going to win. These guys have underperformed for how many years in a row? I wrote some stats down and then I he, lost. He can't, see past, he can't see past the piles of money in front of him that he's, uh, his underperforming team still makes him. To see yep. that they're underperforming. That's that's what like, it is. They've got like six guys under the Mendoza line, 20 games in. Um, these are guys that are supposed to be MVP candidates, according to the White Sox. Uh, Lewis Robert, Eloy Jimenez. They're, they're god-awful. Um, and the Bulls, I'm just bringing them in to make a point with Reinsdorf. They need to start blowing this up and start over. And I know that Ryan made a joke earlier that we we're both team tank with our Chicago teams, but it's time, man. These guys aren't doing it. Start selling off the pieces and, and do it over. If it was any owner besides Jerry Reinsdorf, I don't think Rick Hahn has a job. I think Rick Hahn is a nice dude. You've heard me rant that at the time that he signed these deals, I probably was on board with them. Okay. That was two, three years ago when they extended Robert for cheap, when they extended, go through the list. But this team is pedestrian in the starting rotation. Lance Lynn is putting up worse numbers than Dallas uh, Dallas Keuchel was. Did you see uh, or did you hear Steve Stone said, I think Lance Lynn maybe needs to eat a couple salads. Yeah, Lance Lynn (laughs) is tired with the pitch clock. Lance Lynn is... 92 to 93 from a cutter and a four seamer in that doesn't that doesn't work in this league. He's putting up worse numbers than Dallas Keuchel was. Giolito is is 93 and the changeup and and had some better outings but getting shelled. Kopech, this is the same team. You can't stay healthy and you didn't address it. You didn't address the right fielder. Oh. And by the way, the Pittsburgh Pirates Pirates. now have signed a a contract of over $100 million, which leaves thrice teams to never have done it. Chicago White Sox, Oakland A's, Kansas City Royals. uh, No, I believe it is the Devil Rays, or excuse me, the Rays, not the Royals. I thought it was the Royals. You might be right with the Royals. Okay, if that's in her, but... Now Pittsburgh has a hundred million dollar man. Who'd they sign? Uh, Reynolds, hmm. great ball player. But that's Lance, my weekly Lance Lynn, Lance Lynn, by the way. Oh yeah, let's hear this with a seven five two ERA and five games started, um, twenty six and a third innings pitched. He is oh my god, not done well. What um, about Kopex? Not done well. Kopech, 0 and 2, 697. Oh, uh, four games started. I feel sorry for Dylan Cease. The guy's stuck on this team and he's he's amazing. 
And have you seen his lip sweater? I have not. He's got a sweet fucking mustache. Every every time, every time Ryan's every like, time, dude. every time Ryan's like starts talking to him, talking, he's like, oh, he's doing this, that, the other. And I'm like, and he's got that amazing lip sweater. So <laughs> I didn't even know. I thought you were actually talking about a sweater. No. <laughs> I mean, look at this thing. Look at this thing, man. That is primo, dude. This guy's got uh, a mustache. Yeah, he, he's in hell, though. He's on this horrible team. Wasting all of his talents. Oh, for sure. It's What's so Clevenger bad. doing? Two and one, three, two, six ERA. He has the second lowest ERA on the team after yeah. uh, after Dylan Cease. Lucas Giolito, four, four, five, oh, with five starts, 28 innings pitched, 27 hits, 15 runs allowed, 14 of them earned, Ugh. four bombs. Lance Lynn has given up seven bombs. Mm. Kopech has given up eight bombs. So far, so it's like it's Clevenger and Cease, and and who thought Clevenger would have been in the conversation with of great good pitching? We didn't even think he was going to be on the team this year. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. And then Eloy Jimenez, who's supposed to be your perennial MVP candidate, hitting a gaudy one eighty three. He's a pile of turds. He is the softest dude in the MLB. <laughs> He's so, soft. Hmm. If I have one more deep tissue injury from Eli Jimenez or Yoan Mancata, who is nowhere near coming back from the injured list for the DL. No, the DL, what is this, 2018? Injured list. Dude, you are on probation. I said injured list first. (laughs) I I got it. I got a proposal back years ago. The Sox threatened to move to Tampa Bay. Why don't we just trade this to squad? We'll take Tampa Bay's team up here and we'll send the White oh. Sox down there. Problem solved. Tomorrow. <laughs> that team hits bombs. Uh-huh. Maybe um, maybe the Sox can, can move to Arlington Heights with the Bears. <laughs> I'm game. Just get a new owner. Just I mean, get a new owner. He he's he's got to let go at some point, right? Isn't he old as shit? He's oldest. He's like, I don't care. Just sell him. Keep the bulls. Do your fan base. No, don't keep the bulls. Oh, dude, he's eighty-seven. Right, sell the fucking team. But again, you can't blow this up right now, Jimmy, because who's going to take these pieces? Someone will take the pieces. There's always someone that thinks they can make a guy better. You know, who's gonna, you know who's going to take him? The old DFA list. That's who's going to end up taking him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a couple of years. I don't think they're going to do that yet. No, not with those contracts. So I tried again yesterday, boy, day boys. I was putting together a, a new cabinet thingy for Carrie for the, the bathroom. And I had him on for two innings and – Lance was exhausted out there after giving up bombs. Exhausted. And I just said, well, hockey it is. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. All right, boys, what do we not cover? The Chicago Cubs. <laughs> you you got you got on some Cubs stuff in there. They're 12 and 9. Stroman is pitching out of his fucking mind. The professor, the other professor, there's a lot of professors talking about today, but Kyle Hendricks. 
uh, is going to start making rehab starts. He's going to have three rehab starts. We so should be here in uh, the next 15 to 20 days. Back up with the big club. Can we please mention uh, the play that Smiley lost his, his uh, perfect game to? Oh, my God. Was yeah. it Yanni Gomes just like bear hugging him tackle? Yeah. Like, what he, do we call that? I don't, I don't, I don't know what to call it other than ugly. Ugly. You ugly. You know, that was, that was a bad, that was a bad look. Yeah. And then I don't think he got any more outs after that. He was, he, they, I think they pulled him up. Because he got tackled. He, he had an underlying injury. Um, At least the guy didn't put the bunt down on purpose. At least it's, it was a swinging bunt. Yeah, it was a swinging bunt. Yeah. By the way, the uh, Cubs ERAs, Marcus Stroman, 2.17. Justin Steele, 1.44. Four games started. Uh, Drew Smiley, four games started, 3-1-3. Hayden Wesniewski is uh, four games started with a 6-2-3 ERA. He will be Oof. gone as soon as uh, Kyle Hendricks is, is back. So, like, that's the the one. And then Jamison Tyone, who, big surprise here, is on the 15-day injured list, or as Ryan calls it, the disabled list. Thank you. Um, <laughs> with the 4.5 ERA and three games started. But this Cubs team is actually playing above uh, above above expectations for everyone except me. I had them winning a lot of games this year, so. Ian how's the, uh, and uh, admittedly, I haven't paid attention. How's uh, their big signing Dansby doing? But he's been playing great. Uh, he, he's hitting 299. Um, big hits when it's needed. Ian Happ has been coming through. Um, uh, who, who else has been? Um, Fresh paper. Yes, I didn't Ian Happ just get nice some new contract? Yeah, yep. fresh fresh paper always helps. Yep. Really, right now, the, the story of the season, though, is uh, Marcus Stroman. He he has just been lights out every start, and he just looks good, you know, all the way around. So these Cubs, man, I'm telling you, playoffs, baby, playoffs. Yeah, I'll be forced to pay more attention to him once the draft is over. And there's nothing. Well, else now on. you're on the fucking show, Jim. So <laughs> I tell you what, man. I like I I know more about Cubs baseball as of April 25th than I ever have this early in the season because I'm like, oh, I got to pay attention so I know what to talk about. You know? <laughs> have you? No. <laughs> no. But I get drunk and I watch Sports Center sometimes. So does that help? Have you? Yeah, no, that I have because mm-hmm. they always have it on in the bar with like the closed captioning, you know. Is it after bowling nights? I don't know. How'd you do know. last Thursday in the playoffs? Playoffs. We, playoffs. We uh, lost the first game by 24 pins. Dun, dun, dun. Won the second game by 24 pins. Uh oh. In the third game, it's your roll boy. Off. In the third game, your boy right here rolled a 223. We ended up walking away with a 120 pin win Oof. into the championship. Really? Championship next week. Where are you bowling at now? I Northern can't. Wisconsin. I can't. I can't divulge that information on this wildly popular uh, podcast, Jim. Uh, All right. I, all right. I, it's a, it's a, he's fucking with you. I think. It's, yeah. No, totally fucking with you. It's a, uh, it's a little wooden lane house called uh, McHenry Recreation in downtown McHenry. Uh, all right. My, my dear friend, Ginny, owns and runs the joint. She's 
also in her 80s i believe amazing woman uh she's got some she tells me some stories every week like i try to say shit to her just to like see like what you know <laughs> where it goes you know and she's like oh that's nothing back in 68 <laughs> you know like I, it's awesome it's awesome i love it so it's an eight lane house eight so. lane house original wood oh no it's uh, it's not eight lanes it's uh it's ten lanes it's a killer league there to be in that championship player. Hey, hey, how's, I'm how's your bowling team it. doing? My bowling team sucks, and I'm not even on it anymore. Right. So, <laughs> of the three of us, none of you would have picked me as to be the only one still bowling. You know, I would have. There's beer involved. A, a lot of it too. A lot <laughs> of it. There's beer involved. So. so I'm in for the championship, is what I'm saying here. Well, good luck. Good luck Thursday night. I will be drinking beer and watching the draft. Bearcat, thank you for joining us. Uh, great intel, great picks. Uh, had a blast. Uh, let me know if you want to get together for the draft on Thursday. I think that's a positive. I'll shoot you some ideas on locations. All right. Sounds All right, good, boys. Right. Thank you, Timmy. Yeah, thanks for everybody joining us. This has been the Chi-Town Throwdown. Cheers, everyone. Go Bears. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to the Chi-Town Throwdown. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. Chi-Town Throwdown is available everywhere you get podcasts, so make sure you review and share with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. See you next week.